0: And now,
1: weighing in, out of the blue
0: corner, John the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other side, he weighs in from the red
1: corner,
2: Big John
0: McCarthy. Nice. Oh, yes, we are a day late. and We're always more than a dollar short because we don't get paid enough. But our mad podcast day was out vacationing. And got stuck with airports and all that other stuff. So we are sorry that we are a day late, but we are here to talk about what happened on the weekend. My man Josh already eating candy and drinking pop. Yep. Jesus, two hundred and thirty-seven pounds is on the way, baby. That's right. All Tell right. everyone. Right. It's almost you like dad, you, Dad. You Dad bod old. bastard. Uh, John,
1: <laughs> we call we call you Big John, but really, how much do you weigh? Oh my God! Now don't make it up. Tell us the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, how
0: much you weigh now? 260, 250.
1: What were you weighing when you were when you first got
0: in the game? Uh, Two ninety seven. Oh, okay, okay, that's not much difference, thirty pounds. Oh, that's a big difference because there was a big difference in the way it was put together.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yes. Oh man, there used to be a waistline back then. Not, oh yeah, so kind of had anymore. that
0: that whole V thing. Yeah. Now it's just like there like a parachute not that's not, not parallax but it's uh, just like straight up and down hey that's a cool right, look at it this way my neck used to be i used to have to get a shirt 20 and a half 21 inch neck wow now 17 baby that's wow pathetic. that's what happens when people torque your neck and you have neck surgeries
1: yeah i had <laughs> i had a, i had a 17 and a half inch neck yeah yep now, I don't know what it is now, but I know it's not 17 and a half. <laughs> I could tell you that. I started getting, I looked at some old photos and I was like, damn. And then, like, I looked at some recent ones and I was like, yeah, you're getting that old man body. Look,
0: man. Yeah, it just happens.
1: Everything starts to kind of like just look like it's kind of just sagging it's a little. Called bit.
0: gravity, dude. Gravity. It works. <laughs> Shit.
1: Oh, man. Um, we had a good weekend, man. It was a it was a good weekend of fights, and uh, obviously BKFC kind of stole the show this weekend. I mean, there was some boy, didn't they? There was some really good shit going on, and um, I don't know, man. But it just there was a lot of how can I say this? I think this weekend sparked a lot of people's interest.
0: Yeah, I, I'd agree. I think the big thing that, the one thing that, you know, how do you say it without, we've talked in the past about, look, this guy is, he's made for this. Like Mike Perry, we're going to talk about. He's made for Mm better. You can take a guy in Mike Perry that, you know, in MMA, you can take a look at his record, look at UFC and everything that he did. And decent fighter, but never going to be that guy that is a world champion. You know, you know, Cowboy Cerrone being able to you know submit him, different guys. He goes out and beats a guy, and and maybe Luke's not quite the same as he used to be, but still, it was the way that he went about doing it, and it's because this specific type of fighting is made for him. And we've talked about that, and it's not made for everyone. And you could be a great fighter, go into that and go, ooh, I'm in trouble. You know, this is this is a different world and it is. And that's where you take a look at all these different styles of fighting. You try to compare guys from different things. You can't compare them. They're different. No, <clears throat> I think this I think this. Uh, look, I don't say this about a lot of
1: sports, but this sport really has a chance to make it, you know, like the slap fighting bullshit that and it's nothing against what Dana did. But even before it doesn't have a chance. That's crap. It's crap. Um, this whole like three people versus three people you see in Russia. Crap. You, you see all this stuff, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. This is legitimately has an opportunity. This, this legitimately has an opportunity to become a sport. This, I mean, I mean, John, there's no other way I can. The best way for me to kind of sum this up Luke went out there to make this a sport. This, he thought this was a sport fight. No, no, this yeah. was a fucking real fight. A fucking fight. The feeling of your knuck, your knuckles, or knuckles against your face. Yep. If you didn't grow up doing this, you, different. It's different. And that and and here's the thing. Remember when we talked about this about two weeks ago, and I said, you know, I wouldn't be. I'd entertain the bare knuckle thing, John. I got fucking in so many fights as a kid, so many, and I mean all the way up. I mean all the way bar Hello. fights, all this other stuff. You know what I mean? So. It just, it, I, I didn't stop fighting until, like, I was in my, you know, late 20s, maybe even. I I no, enough. you didn't start,
0: you didn't stop fighting until you were in your 40s.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is, this is, like, real, this is real shit. It, like, it's a, it's a different feeling when you get cracked in the face with someone's bare knuckles. The way it hits your skin, the how you can react, this is, and the only thing that separates this from a real fight out in the, out in the streets is that there's going to be a ref there to save you. You know what I mean? And, like, and, it, and it can't go to the ground and it can't go to the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it can't go to the ground, but it's, uh, and you can't use a, tools. It's a feeling. It's a, it's a, oh, it's a safety net though to be like, okay, look, if I, if I do get hit, it's still a sport. If I do get knocked out, if I do get hit, like someone's not going to bash my fucking head in against the curb. Like that, that mentality of that's what Mike Perry has. Yes luke has this uh don't get me wrong i've seen luke you know get after it sometimes you know out there too but not this was different like he has that belief that this is a sport and you've got the guys that are succeeding in this sport like an eddie alvarez like a mike perry uh ben rothwell but you know that they grew up just slinging it in the streets and i'm not talking about dick I'm talking about <laughs> hands. Okay. <laughs> I mean this They is, might have been doing both. They might have been doing both. Not bad. But <laughs> not bad. I'm just getting uh, it just it just remind and gives me that feeling of that this is it's a it's a this is a real fight. This like dirty, grimy uppercuts, all of those things. And some of these so, this is a different breed. When we talk about MMA, this is a different breed. Well, this is even a step. More of a different breed from this. That feeling of cracking your your knuckles it's, against it's, someone else's face.
0: It's the way that it's the way that MMA started. Yeah, let's it, just be honest. Yeah, it's true. That's it was true. Bare knuckle. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And that was one of the things that we ended up having to get rid of because it's the same problem that bare knuckle fighting is having today. You have maybe ten states that they can go to right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and I've said this forever, and I'm not gonna beat a dead horse but regulators don't fight they haven't been in fights they're not in street fights they're not in competition for the most part. some very few are you get the Andy Fosters who's fought and things like that they get this thing that oh my god you can't hit someone with a bare fist you allow people to get hit with knees shins Mm -hmm. elbows and then you're worried about the fist this is how ridiculous but you know back especially back you know when we're talking you know 1990s. Oh my God, you would have thought that we were putting guns in people's hands and and letting them shoot at each other. It was just crazy. But there is a difference. But there's a big difference in what it does for MMA, too, because, man, it's a whole lot easier to get submissions when you don't have that big old pad on your hand. You can slide your hand through, you can do things that, you know, it's not easy to hold on to someone the same way. So it works both ways. But this is, it's real and that's why people like it. If I'm an investor though,
1: I'm really taking a close look at this sport because I think it has the potential to take off. Sure, now, it may it may jump it's going to have to jump through some a lot of obstacles uh, to get into the, all the other store all the other sports, but I think it'll be fine to get into other countries. I mean, can you imagine like this, like, you know, that whole, the whole pikey f- type fighting, like you see, you take this over well, to the UK, you take this it's over hap- to Well, it
0: happens in the UK. Mm-hmm. It's all. I mean, that's where it yeah. stayed alive with, you know, guys like Tyson Fury's dad and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, gypsies, they throw down bare knuckle all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a real thing. But you get the, you know, look at the British Boxing Commission, you know, mm, they're not going to. And you got to figure out they understand it's a this is a problem for us that people might start to gravitate towards it over what we do, which means loss of revenue, which means, oh, my God, we could have a problem as far as, you know, they start to take over. Politics works. You
1: know, if I'm an investor, politics
0: is a lot dirtier than bare knuckle boxing. If
1: yes, it is. (laughs) If, but if I'm somebody who's with an investment company and I'm looking at this and I just saw what I watched last week, I mean like that fucking Eddie Alvarez and Mendes fight. Oh Holy great fight. shit.
0: Great fight. What a Four.
1: fight. The drama yep. of it all. And um and I'm sorry, but man, like I know Beck Rollins had a rough go in MMA, but in this she's tailor-made for this sport. Yes, like, she is. Sign me up. She she reminds me of a Mike Perry. Like it's you know, it's one of those things where I I look at her and I'm like, this is what you were meant to do. Like MMA, eh, you get taken down, you can control all those things. No, this is for you. The dirty, grimy boxing, like she she was slinging it. And I was like, holy shit, you were fast. I mean, shortcut. Not much you can do about it. I'd like to see them run it back. But that fight was shaping up to be a really good fight. That first round was a little fill-out round, a couple good shots towards the end. But man, that second round was like, let's go. Let's go. They came out and were slinging it. Overall, and then the, the Rothwell-Copeland fight, great fight oh my god I, if, come if on I'm, those guys
0: those guys were banging
1: yeah if, if i'm an investor though john i'm looking going where can i take this where where can we go with the with this sport what states can we go to how can we open up what states are maybe even thinking about allowing this to happen continue to happen i i just this was something that i don't know man i'm gonna start putting some feelers out. And be like hey is there something you could put some money into in this thing? You know who and where and what. I mean, this is this is a this has the chance to really make it, especially with a lot of these guys that have names that are leaving a, a, you know MMA for a little bit more money. It doesn't have to be, be a, a lot, lot more, more
0: money. Some don't of them are making a lot, a lot more. more money.
1: Yeah, some of them are making a lot more. But I'm saying he still gives you an avenue to go. Like Dan Spahn, you know. I mean, he fought MMA. Now he's done with MMA. Now he's doing this. I don't know if he's going to do it again. But this is, you know, another avenue for him to make some money. It's definitely Kimozy, a different same thing. Kamozzi, same thing exactly. Rothwell. I mean, you've got, you know, Gertz. Gertz was in there too.
0: There's certain flinging, guy. Man. Yeah, there was
1: some, but there's that's this is this is another thing. This is one of those things that he's tailor made for. And he yeah, can wrestle Derek too. Campos. Campos. I mean, I'm surprised Campos is not in this thing yet. Yeah. You know um all right before we get started on the main event though and try, try to break this whole thing down uh go to onlyfans.com slash weighing in subscribe to us over there it is free want to thank you guys for continuing to support us on that platform uh we've got some new fan questions that were on there that submitted this week and i took a look at them and uh good stuff man let's uh keep it going we're going to do a q a Q&A here coming up here soon and um go to weighing merch.com Pick some of our hoodies. It's actually getting hot now. It was like it was the uh, third Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's in, almost in the 90s, 86, 88. Ooh, Ooh, not so where I'm at. No? It's so cold where you're at?
0: Dude, look at this, man. It was oh, 40, man. 43 degrees. Woof. Terrible. Oh,
1: no. I got thank hot you. coffee. Thank God. No, oh, man. I gotta, I don't know. I gotta start making some coffee in the morning. <laughs> it's 5 a.m. and I'm drinking a soda pop. <laughs> yep, a soda pop. And I had some nerds, my little gummy nerds. Right? I know. Yep, they're all gone now. So I'm, I told myself I wouldn't buy another bag. So
0: <laughs> I'm trying
1: to be responsible. You gonna start shaking? No withdrawals. Have withdrawals? No. no. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and get right into this main event. Uh, Mike Perry versus Luke Rockhold. What was your What was your perception on the on the way Luke handled uh, the movement the the aggressiveness of Perry?
0: wasn't he wasn't ready for it he he thought that he could be slicker and he again this is you don't he didn't understand what bare knuckle boxing is he didn't understand it he thought he did mm-hmm. he thought oh it's no different than what i did in the mma and i'm just gonna stick and move and no it is not like that you your defense is completely different mm-hmm your ability to be offensive is completely different it takes away a lot of the slickness of boxing and based upon the rule set and being able to you know to single collar tie to underhook someone to overhook someone but be still offensive these are times when you can you know in MMA you're going to grab hold and take someone down well you can't grab hold and take the person down and these are times when you're going to expect in boxing, the you know, referees are going to come in and separate us. They're not going to come in and separate you if the guy's being busy. It's that area that people go, well, shit, this is dirty. No, this is legal. This is the sport. Mm-hmm. And he was not prepared for what the sport brings. And that's why it takes a guy that has technically better skills, puts them in a position where a guy who is just Tough, mentally tough, has skills. I'm not taking anything away from Mike Perry, you know, but his toughness and his attitude bring about his ability to be effective in this fighting range. And that's why, you know, I said, Hey, the guy's tailor made for him. this is fantastic for him. I love it. He's got the personality for it, he's got the skill set for it, he's tough as hell. And you can take somebody like a Mike Perry who was average in MMA had some good wins, had some big losses, but he can be special in this. And look, if you, if you put, if you put Mike Perry and Luke Rockhold, you know, in the UFC together, it's a fucking mismatch. Luke Perry fucking eats him up. He submits him. Luke Perry. I'm <laughs> Luke Rockhold. Yeah. <laughs> was well, he was an actor. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Rockhold submits him. I'm just going to be honest. You know, it's, just like what you saw with yeah. Cerrone when he fought Perry. That's what you're gonna get. He's gonna he's gonna just be able to stick a move and then take him down and he's gonna submit him. I think the different kicks world, play a big factor sport. in that fight. Oh, huge, huge, huge factor in it. So you know, and so I just look and it's like certain sports are made for certain people, and I I've said it. I think Mike Perry in this as long as he stays with the mentality that he has, he's going to be a hard match for anybody. Yeah,
1: realizing that you can't use your kicks, realizing like I saw in the first couple of clinches, he was trying to—you know, Luke was trying to get double unders instead of just clinching the head and getting the plum tie yeah. and dirty boxing, and make it a grimy fight. You know, um, uh, Mike Perry—he didn't in, want to
0: make it a grimy fight.
1: No, Mike Perry—he wanted to make to the, it a slick fight. Yeah, but Mike Perry was going to the body. He was making it. You know, he was trying to get it in close, put his his forehead in the chest, and trying to land some big shots. Luke was struggling a little bit with the circling, the rotation. He thought he was going to stick and move, stick and move. This this sport, it's pretty. It was pretty evident from the very beginning when you saw Poly Malinaji fight uh, Artem Lobov. I'm sorry, but sticking and moving ain't going to really work for you in this sport. No, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, you can land your shot, make be slick about it, but there's 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 times to do it. You know, Eddie Alvarez is real people don't underestimate how good Eddie's boxing is. Eddie can box, man. I mean, you know, he yeah. he takes he sends a, tends to take some shots. But man, he 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 made a career off of doing that little step, like little stutter step, and then stepping to the outside and throwing the straight right and getting offline. I mean, yeah. man, I've seen him drop so many people with that shot, whether it was Bodog, whether it was Bellator, whether in the UFC. <clears throat> yeah. No doubt. That, that's no. his money shot, man. And uh he's you know, and he'll jab in and then he'll throw the right hand, step offline, duck underneath your hook, and then come back out and hit you again. I mean, beautiful work. But uh Mike's not that Mike Perry's not that fighter. <laughs> he's not no. like that. No. But Luke was trying to be slick like a boxer, and this sport is not it's not for that way. This sport is all about, you know, getting after it, getting in your face getting on the tie, uppercuts, uppercuts to the body, you know, turn you, kind of turn you and hit you again. When you get to the ropes, kind of dig the body a little bit and then come off, make a little angle, and then let you go again. And it's it's a very grimy, dirty fight, almost like a stand head-to-head type fight and just like, okay, yeah, let's just not move. It. Yeah, sling it. Let's just, yeah. It's uh, th- This fight was, one was trying to be a technical fighter and the other one was legitimately just trying to be a street fighter. And That's it was right. working and it was working for him. Uh, it was yeah. a close, it was actually a really close fight up until, up until the, the cut or the jaw or whatever it is. I know he chipped his tooth, two of them. And, um, and he got a nice little gash right on the underside on his bottom lip. I think he's got some yep. stitches and, uh, he, they were actually checking inside the back of his mouth. So which means he probably either broke his jaw or has a small little, cause you know, anytime you break your jaw, there's a little push up in the back. Like your jaw sometimes will feel like it's that hinge, flop. yeah, it hinges like kind of flopping around. I've never broke my jaw, but I've talked to the doctors about it several times because I'm like, man, I feel like I hurt my like it's broken yeah, or something. Because when going you on. bite
0: down, you get that zinging that, pain, yeah, right TMG now. or whatever yep. it's called, yeah. So TMJ, TMJ, there you go.
1: But uh, I was asking, I was like, yeah, you, you might like spell broken. jaw with a G, but everyone else <laughs> spells it with a J. Interesting, um, but uh,
0: man, Luke, look, look looking beautiful right now. Jeez, yeah. That is a picture. We got a picture of Luke right there. That's a picture of a Ralph Lauren model. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is where you look and you go, yeah. "Broken tooth." Oh yeah, that's gonna have to be fixed. You know, you can see that his teeth actually got. And and this is when I, I saw I saw people going, "Oh, he quit." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna say he didn't. You're right. Again, mentality. If if Mike Perry had this injury, I don't think he would have stopped. Mm. He doesn't have that. You know, you, I, you see Mike Perry with his nose halfway across his face, and he's still fighting. Mm-hmm. And it's just Luke wasn't ready mm-hmm. for this type of fight, and the, and what was gonna what could happen, you know. And it's, it's a different mentality. You know, I don't blame Luke. His teeth are, you know, he could feel them moving. Mm-hmm. It's an odd feeling if you've ever had it happen. You know, I've had my tooth knocked out of my face and stuff. It's odd. All of a sudden there's, holy shit. And you're moving you're moving your front tooth and it's just, and it falls out in your mouth. It's like, okay, that's not normal. That's not normal, but, you know, these are the things that, you know, play into it. You know, when Randy Couture got kicked against, the Machida. Machida when it was reti- retirement fight, you know the first thing he said he goes man, he goes I, I kind of felt my mouthpiece, and I felt my two teeth drop down into my mouthpiece. I was like oh, that's not good, yeah. you know. And that was after he kind of woke up from being hit. But you know it's it's a mentality that you've got to you know to 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 work through that. It's it's not easy because it's an odd situation, something you're not used to dealing with.
1: Luke says, "In this, there you can check. You can check uh, bare knuckle off the list. Some crazy shit. Those, <laughs> those little knuckles got me square on the front uh, two teeth. It's a shame that it ended that way, motherfucker. Mike, you're a tough bastard. Congrats. I'm no, I'm not done. Some gloves would be nice, though. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I, yeah. I here, like I said, it's, sport is not for for everyone, and it's not enough, just talking about Luke. I'm talking about a lot of fighters.
0: You oh know, yeah, the,
1: the difference. You're gonna see a huge difference." Like you did with Pauly. Pauly thought he could go out there and box. Yeah, against Artem Be a slick boxer. It's not going to work. And then you're going to have guys that are going to come in thinking they can, that they're going to be dirty and grimy like a Mike Perry or an Eddie Alvarez. And it's
0: not going to work for them. But you, you know. can see there are, there have been fights when Austin Trout fought Diego Sanchez. Mm-hmm. He was able to be a slick boxer. Mm-hmm. He was able to use it. Now, they kind of cheated with the Vaseline stuff, but it's also the opponent and what the opponent's able to do and the speed and stuff. So we're going to see if Austin truck can continue with that. But this was, I looked at it. It was good competition. I thought Mike Perry looked fantastic. And I thought Luke, you know, he went out there and tried, he gave Mm it, gave it his best and realized, okay, this is different than I thought it was going to be. It ain't meant for me. Mm -hmm. And now that I've been injured, I got to get out of here. It's Okay. Yeah, the the
1: mouthpieces will be different. The way you, 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 way you get like you were talking about how okay his teeth got knocked back into his, his mouth, but they started floating around. Yeah. I use the I use the story with my with my thumb and the Benson thing. Is it's something you've never seen or experienced before? That's like right. my thumb moving around inside my skin and my skin looking all loose and weird. It's it's a mental fuck. Yeah, it really is. You've never seen your body. You know you're broken. It, yeah. You've never seen your body disfigured like that, and like it, with your mouth, you can't see it, so no, you're just kind of feeling huge. it. And you're like, I've never felt this, and oh no, it's like fuck, what's going on with my mouth? Like, am I ever going to be able to like talk again? Like, am I going to have teeth? Like, do I have to pay for veneers. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like all more these, than
0: veneers, baby. Like all these Vene- things veneers got to be attached
1: to something, <laughs> and that's the thing. You're and I saw when he took his mouthpiece out, like after right after the fight. You could tell that his teeth were kind of moved around. They weren't oh, yeah. they weren't straight. They weren't any of that stuff. Who I mean he's gonna have a nice little dental bill. That's oh, for yes. sure. Yeah. That is for sure. Oh. Sorry guys. It's a it's a five AM here and we're uh we're getting this for you. I and mean, we're, we're a day late, but we're gonna make up for it. <clears throat> but there's there was a lot there's a lot of things that i think were positives out of this event i think for luke and for mike perry mike perry letting the world know that uh he'll fight anybody i'm i'm actually really looking forward to the darren till fight because darren till signed with them and he was Darren. they had announced that darren till would be the one probably fighting the winner of this but knowing that mike perry has what three fights now and under his belt and you know and he's he keeps winning yeah. And and I look at Darren Till a little bit like a Luke Rockhold.
0: Yeah, very. How, what makes Darren Till effective? His, his movement, kicks. his his, his, kicks. his
1: yeah. And I just, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. We're gonna find out. I just think that he's gonna try to be slick on the feet, and Mike's gonna be like, "No, son, this
0: ain't how this ain't how this sport works." You saw when Mike Perry fought MVP. Hmm. Very That's- true. That's the one that told me, all right, Mike Perry's that guy that, you know what, I'm going to – and he said, he goes, you're going to break your hands on my forehead because I'm going to come and you're going to hit me and I'm going to just break your hands. Mm -hmm. And he did exactly what he said. I'm going to come forward and I'm going to put shots on you. Well, guess what? If you're Darren Till, be prepared to have a guy coming forward putting shots on you. You Mm -hmm. better put that one on that that hurts him. You know, and it's uh, – I just look and go, some guys are meant for it. You know, it doesn't matter how good you were in another sport. And this is where people try to take all forms of fighting and say, okay, who's the best fighter? Depends on what form they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, you look at boxing, boxing's kind of taking a turn. I think just it's become a gimmick now. And nothing against like the top level boxers, Canelo and, you know, and uh, and Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford and, you know, these guys. I mean, pff, you know loma and those guys they're all fantastic fantastic boxers yeah. but i think that the way of the sports right now are going more of the dog like i think eddie alvarez said it perfect. He's like this is a dog sport he's like this is for the dogs man he's like and this there's something here and that's that kind of got me thinking too as i'm watching as i was pretty hyped up for this whole event pretty much the last two weeks i'm like you know i'm looking forward to this fight these fights okay and so much I, so i paid 50 bucks for it so did i so do I. Don't. Did I. Um, yeah, I just there's something there, and the way that they're doing this, and the way that they're they're pulling in, you know, former MMA guys, former boxers, with a little bit of name, and there's value there. There's something there. I, I can't tell you what it is. Um, they've got like you, they've like you said, the beginning UFC kind of uh, hoops to jump through. But John, if I'm an investor, or if I or if I'm a network, I'm thinking. I need content. This might be something we can maybe invest in, and uh, pull it into some content. I'd I'd be looking into that if I was if if I was an investor, but you know, I'm not.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> Eddie Alvarez versus Chad Mendez. What a fucking fight, dude! Mm-hmm. Those guys were slinging, knocked down by, you know. Mendez knocked down by Eddie Alvarez. Then Eddie Alvarez gets him, and then he comes back and puts Alvarez on his butt. What a fight. Both guys showed so, so much. They're so tough. And like you said, I was really, I was really concerned with Eddie coming in. I knew, you know, how Eddie came up and everything. But again, it's a different, different way. I figured Chad would be faster than him. Mm -hmm. He was. He was, yeah. But. Eddie was able to put pressure on him. You could hear Eddie's wife the entire fight. So I was cracking up. That's the first thing I heard. I heard scream screaming, there's Eddie's wife. Oh, man. If you've ever been at one of Eddie's fights, his wife is screaming the entire fight. Uh, she's fantastic with that. But, I mean, what heart by both guys. I thought Mendez hurt, I think it was his left hand, mm-hmm. probably in the fourth round. No, I think it was at the end of the second. It was the end of the second? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could see it had an effect on him in the fight, but man, Chad Chad throws with some heat. He definitely throws with some heat. So did Eddie at times. He was winging that uppercut inside over and over. But great. You you want to see you know what? Artem Lobov versus uh, Jason Knight was probably the best bare knuckle fight in mm. bare knuckle history. Yeah. this one this one was right there with it. This was yeah. a great fight.
1: It's a different style of fight. Yeah, but uh, it was definitely a fantastic fight. He he hurt his hand a little bit, I think, in the second. But then you could tell, it was, I think, what you were talking about because we were texting back and forth, is that it started. I think it started really having an effect on him in the fit, in the fourth because I saw him pawing at it. Yeah, like he kept rubbing the back of it, almost like it, he felt it was broken. And then he kept pushing, he kept putting it like putting pressure on it against his shorts when he was standing and he was able yeah. to make some space. Yeah, I just saw it, um, and uh, I was like, okay, well. What are you gonna do with it? And then he threw it. I was like, yep. "Well, he's a dog. <laughs> That's what it is." Good. So, um, with Chad, I thought I really thought the speed was gonna be a difference. I thought he's gonna be able to get in, get out. I thought he's gonna be able to like grimy box. I thought he'd be able to grimy box him, clinch the head a little bit, and dirty box, then get out. But that wasn't the case. I mean, he had some moments. I mean, he dropped uh, Eddie in the second. Eddie dropped him in the third. And then they had a, they had a good back and forth battle in the fourth. And then in the fifth, man. Chad Both got dropped. dropped and I was like, holy shit, man, with only like a minute left. And then he got up and he dropped Eddie. I was like, oh shit. I mean, this fight had everything. If I'm a promoter, this fight had everything that I wished for in yep. the fight. And it was a fantastic fight. Um The only problem is is now that the two of them have fought, is where do you go with the two of them in another direction? Because Chad retired. Oh, did he? I didn't I didn't hear that. I, I wasn't retired. listening to sound. Okay, so Chatterer. Oh, that's right. I did hear that. I did say, you know, I uh, checked it off the list. He You know, he lost, but it was it was a fantastic fight, and um, that's right. He did. Shit, I forgot. I forgot about that. Uh, uh, but good for good good for him on the career, man. Good for him, Eddie, man. I know Eddie got a good um, he got a good contract, he got so, a good payday. Yeah, which Eddie always does. Yeah, good for him. that's Eddie, man. Eddie finds a way to always make a ton of money. That's, this guy has I mean, he wins. That's uh,
0: that's a big reason why he makes a ton of money. Could and you imagine won. if Eddie goes and becomes their champion, though? Kind of says a lot about the man. Does it not? Yep. Well, it says exactly what his nickname is. The, yeah, underground, the underground King. King, baby.
1: I mean, this is, this is tailor-made for him. I mean, I don't know how long I'd want to do it, but, you know, one or two. I think, I think, I think... I think we talk about MMA, we talk about football and basketball and all this other stuff that has like short lifespans. I can't imagine this one has a very
0: long lifespan, like a career yeah. lifespan. Yeah, it's a tough one.
1: Yeah, but it, this was a fantastic fight. The Mike Perry and Luke Rockhold fight, good fight, a little anticlimactic to the way it ended, but it was shaping up to be a good fight. This fight had everything knockdowns, two knockdowns in one round, right before the bell at the end. The drama was surrounding it, the speed versus the power, the size. and and just all of the athleticism, all that stuff, it was, you look at it, man, you wouldn't be able to see this fight in MMA, you know, because Chad could wrestle, but Eddie's got good takedown defense. I mean, the two of them together would have been a fantastic fight, but I think it would have given it to Eddie, you know, in terms of the, the MMA, because there's so many other tools that you can utilize, sprawling, brawl, kicks, the way they mix up the knees and the elbows, all that stuff. You know, Eddie was the guy that could really get in there and throw some knees up at the body. And he ripped the body, too, and prayed it, it angles. But he kicked quite a bit, and he could stuff takedowns. He put some pressure. I mean, it was it would have been a great fight in MMA. But in this, it just I think this magnified how good this fight was. It was because there was no kicks. There was no elbows. There was no wrestling involved. They didn't have to worry about being taken down. They could just stand toe-to-toe and sling it. And we saw it. We saw four knockdowns in a five, two-minute round fight. I mean, it was fantastic. What a what a fucking fight! So well, I'm interested to see who Eddie fights next. We're going to see Eddie fight uh, Mike Perry. I
0: mean, Mike might be a little big for him. Yeah, but
1: nah. I mean, I get it. I do, I do, I get it. But this would be a fun fight. I, I mean, yeah. you don't have to worry about Mike Perry being faster than you. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, so good fight though, man! It was a fantastic fight. So, congratulations, Chad Mendez on a great career in in combat sports. And uh, looking forward to uh, getting some hunting in with you, man, one of these days. Yeah, That'll be fun. Feathers and fins, right? Oh. Well, yeah, feathers, feathers and, and fins. fins. It was uh, him and uh, Clay Guida. Yeah. So he's got the
0: feathers, and Clay's got the fins. Yep. All right. So we had. Beck Rawlings Rodriguez, because that's her last name now, since she's married. Congratulations. Taking on the champion in Freya. Man, this started out to be a great fight. Beck Rawlings really showing. She's slick with her bare-knuckle boxing. She gets inside. She throws a lot of body shots. She really was doing well. She got a cut in the first round. Dr. Don Muzi let her go into the second so obviously it didn't look like there was a big difference but something happened with that cut it sprouted what we call a leg going in a different direction meaning you're going to have a flap of skin and he wouldn't let it go on but that was shaping up to be a great fight. It was and um
1: I, I was I was a little concerned like with uh, Beck cuz Beck hasn't she hasn't fought in this sport in a while. She left the sport to come so, and fight in Bellator. She didn't she had she won one, I think won one, lost one, or won one and lost two lost or something two. like that. Yeah. Something along those lines. You know, she had a rough go coming back into the MMA. But she was the champion in the BKFC before she left. Yep. She was the champ. I think she was the very first champ, right, for them. Yeah. In this, uh, yeah. So her coming back and then it being stopped by a cup, this sport is made for her. She's a Mike Perry. I mean, outside yeah. the tattoos, they're very similar in the way that they fight.
0: Why they have both have tattoos? Yeah, I'm, I'm like
1: I'm saying, like the the style of tattoos. The yeah, she Beck, doesn't have any on the face. Yeah, Beck is. um This is this is a this is where she belongs. I, I think why why deny it? Why try to stop? Oh, you know, like I, I feel like the fighters take a they took a leave of absence. I'm gonna go do this, and they're gonna come back to to bare knuckle fight. Don't do that. Just stay where you're at, man. Stay where you're at. This is this is good. This sport is good <laughs> is for good. some. This is good. I mean, this shit's hard, John. Like whether it's it's MMA, whether it's boxing, whether it's football, basketball, it's like the training. If you want to be good at it, the shit's hard. Like everyone thinks like when they complain about Luke, oh, he retired or he he quit. Dude, the movement of your teeth in your mouth and the feeling of the cut on the outside of your lip and feeling how big and deep it is. Fucks with you mentally. I mean, look at look at uh, Ryan Garcia last week. Did he quit? You could say he quit. He could have stood up, walked, took a shot, then went back down, took a knee. Or as soon as they engaged, taken another knee. He could have, but he didn't. I mean, did he quit? I mean, that to me is more of a quit. And I like Ryan Garcia as a boxer. That to me was more of a quit than when someone's teeth are mangled up in your mouth and you're feeling like, man, I've never felt this before. How many teeth did I lose? I mean, that to me is not quitting. It's just understanding like there's something really wrong with my jaw, something really wrong with my mouth, something... You know, and that's that unexpected. I didn't expect this to happen. Yeah, this yeah. though with Beck, she's she was like, "Oh, fuck off!" <laughs> After the doctor said she was, he was going to stop, yeah, and she's it's like, so "Oh, so fuck cool. off!" And it was so great because you they captured her accent, and it's so funny. Yeah. But uh, she's a dog, you know, and I mean that in a very good way. By the way, she's she yeah. is a dog. She can sling it. She was the faster fighter. She was landing the harder, cleaner shots um fair had some good shots also obviously that's how she got cut out Beck Rollins yeah. got cut Beck just needed to throw a little bit more yep but she was slinging in the second they were slinging in the she came oh, out yeah. of the second they both got after it, and I had Beck win in the second round
0: yeah I, I so, think it was because she realized uh yeah they're looking at a cut I need to do something and she she, she went for it Yep, good fight Josh Copeland against big Ben Rothwell you talk about two heavyweights slinging and two guys taking mm-hmm. big shots. You know this. Uh, there was there was moments in there though. You can see Ben Rothwell has got Copeland in a almost in a Muay Thai plum, and you can see he wants to throw knees. Yeah. He wants to. He wants to. Yeah. But he can't. And Josh Copeland put some big shots on Ben right away. Kind of closed up his uh, right eye quickly. But Ben just came back. I thought I thought Copeland won the first round, but. Ben just kept coming back, won the second, won the third, and just you know was putting big, heavy shots. Mm-hmm. Copeland just wore down, and fighting in you know Colorado at oh. altitude. I, I love when you know Ben said, "Yeah, you know, hey, you he suck, man. Yeah. You know, his air is air is yeah. killing him and stuff, but it's part of the fight game and knowing where you can go and if you're going to have to spend extra time there based upon getting." acclimated to the altitude and things like that but both guys fought their ass off great fight and big win by ben and i I loved what he did you know he's he's calling out you know alan belcher who's the heavyweight champion for bk fc you know big size disparity though see if the faster belcher beats the bigger you know we you know we talked about rothwell he's he's a zombie and he keeps coming forward and he did exactly that in this fight it is that, that mental toughness that he has and that ability just to take shots and keep coming and throwing. That's what got him to win here. You know, but this fight was way closer than
1: I thought it would have been. Like I, This is this was another one of my, this is a mistake for me. I thought, oh, Ben, then I saw some of uh, Copeland's pass fights. I'm like, oh, he's tough, but wait till he's got to deal with Ben. Ben's big. Ben's, you know, can take a shot. He's going to hang on him. He's going to really put some power on him. and copeland was there man he was he was landing some huge shots in that first round and i was surprised how
0: well he was doing he's a gritty gritty dog also he That's took some thing. body shots in yeah. that thing some of the body shots he took those are not you know that is not a comfortable situation he took a ton and kept coming i was like tough some bitch josh
1: yeah he really shocked me i mean he he's he's really tough Really tough, and I was excited to see them getting back, getting after it back and forth. But Copeland, Copeland was just, he just shocked me. I, you know, I had that mindset, John. I just had the mindset of that ah, Ben's got all these fights, Ben's fought top level guys. Ben was like one or two fights away from fighting for a title in the heavyweight division, like he was there. I mean, and then to see Copeland come out, he's got this fucking, he looks like the Geico commercial caveman, hey, man. you know, <laughs> and he's got the beard, and he's. And I'm thinking to myself, man, he's gonna he doesn't know what he's getting himself into. Fuck, he can fight. Yeah, he did. The guy can fight. And he knows what he knew exactly what he was getting himself into. Good fight though. Great fight. Next.
0: Chris Camosi versus Daniel Spawn. Oh, this is one of those ones, you know, it's like it's funny because you know, Daniel Spawn was in Hawaii with us. I kind of talked to him about bare knuckle and talked to him about, look, this is what you need to do, and talked about Everything that I talked to him about, Chris Camozzi did to him. (laughs) Great fight by Chris Camozzi. And and Camozzi has shown, man, the guy is technically a very good fighter, be it in MMA, be it in glory kickboxing, and now bare knuckle. The dude can fight. Mm -hmm. He's tough. He is physically strong. He's capable. You know, he just systematically did all the right things to put good shots on Spawn and broke him down and, you know, single collar tie over tie when we talk about you know pushing someone's and putting your hand over the neck and the, and bring uppercuts to keep their head in place did everything that you know all legal all good all the things that separate bare knuckle boxing Chris Kamosi was all over that's that's how he got the win
1: yeah it was um i was expecting um <clears throat> a little bit more out of both of them but i thought i thought Kamosi fought a very good fight i think dan just uh the big shots, the big, you know, like the, the way it was done, like you said, the, the tie, the uppercuts, the the griminess of it all, just not being you know, like getting your head pushed down and hitting, like it's all legal. Yep. It's all legal. <clears throat> you can yep. do it from anywhere. And if you're, if you're fighting, right, you're not thinking in MMA, you're not thinking like, you're, I'll just grab the leg or you push my head down or whatever. I'll just grab the leg or I'll grab a body lock or, yeah. you know, I'll sit to my butt if I need to. Can't do that in box in you know in this <clears throat> in boxing or bare knuckle boxing. Different. It's just different. And so bare knuckle, um, they've got something you new. Know, and this is in dance ball and fed out the hard way. And this is oh, this is a different type of sport. Komose Kimozzi, on track, man. I mean, like he's you know, I'm sure he's gonna make some be some money here. And um uh, sorry guys. <clears throat> and uh it's good, man. I think I think I'm excited for these guys that are all getting an opportunity after him. Hell yeah. To make some good money because the majority of them are making some pretty damn good money. So, um, I'm excited for them.
0: Next fight. Brandon Gertz versus Torres. Let's just say it. Caveman Gertz just went out there and slung. (laughs) Yeah. Put Torres down. Just, yeah. Again, aggression. Being willing to take a shot. All the things that make it different in bare-knuckle boxing. Brandon Gertz just went out he lost his first one based upon a cut. You know, and he's got a lot of scar tissue from MMA and stuff like that, but just a dog and went out and showed yeah. what a dog could do.
1: Yeah, he's good. Like he's like he's one of those guys like he just waits and waits and waits for that first shot to land and once that first shot lands, he just goes after you. He just yeah. comes and chases you down. He's a he's a fun fighter. He's explosive, been- he's fast, he's short and compact. I mean, he's I mean, he, I know he's getting older in age, but man, he's still got some speed. He still got some power. Uh-huh. You know, he's southpaw, so he poses a bigger problem too because of that. And uh, he like kind of like lures you in, lures you in, and he, he real fast twitch and kind of moves his hands and his body a lot. But then, and then doesn't really throw anything. And then as soon as you hit him, then he just gets mad or he comes after you super uh, really aggressive. Or if he lands a hard shot on you, then he uh-huh. comes at you really aggressive. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a fun fighter to, to watch in, in BKFC. I'm looking forward to seeing who they match him up against next. Yep. Um, Like I said, if I'm Derek Campos, then that fight's Gert's on the Campos 4. Jeez, if that fight's on the table, I mean, like, you can expect to make some good money off that fight if you're BKFC. I'll tune in, mm-hmm. man. Definitely okay. tune in. So that's a fight where the first three fights were just fantastic. Fantastic.
0: All right. Well, let's not say the first three because we did start it off with what was it? Roman versus Cameron, Cameron, and this is one of those ones. Yeah, thank you. BKFC, you have yeah. someone like Gertz. put him yeah. first, get everyone like charged up. That first fight, yeah. yeah. But that's just the way it goes. You can't ha- can't have them all being barn burners. Yeah,
1: Alvarado and Brown wasn't any better either. You yeah. you've gotta you've got to figure out. <clears throat> I, how do I say this? I wouldn't have started my pay per view with the with with the two females. No, you're looking for a barn
0: burner. Yeah, get but people, then again, get people engaged.
1: Yeah, the but then again, if look if I just pay fifty bucks, I'm not turning it off. <laughs> you know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like that. I think that might have been their mindset, but <clears throat> but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have started it with with the two of them. So they've got they've got some structural stuff they've got to figure out on you know on the pay per view side. Uh, putting the fights together. But you see it sometimes. Still, look at Dana. Just the other day, said we fuck up, we make mistakes because he had had, uh, Roy Vall in the prelims. Yep. You know, and um, no matter how long you've been in the game, man, sometimes things just slip through the cracks. There's a lot going on. A
0: lot of MMA (laughs) fighters in the stands watching and the the notorious (laughs) one, Conor McGregor, made his appearance and I thought it was funny that Mike Perry says, I I want a face off and it's like, Mm -hmm. What are you doing? But okay, and he did. Connor comes in there. But Connor did a lot of good things about. Yeah. Again, how do you walk in with that belt, Josh? How do you walk in with that belt? What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, John.
1: Uh,
0: there, there has been an unwritten rule in fighting forever. Is hey, if you're a fighter and you are actually. In that ability to possibly win that, you don't you don't pick up. It's kind of like the Stanley Cup thing. You know, you don't you don't put the belt on like you're the champ. You don't you don't put it around your waist. You don't put it on your shoulder and take pictures. I mean, you could hold it for someone that you know you're in their corner, and it's that's fine. But you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Look at the World Cup when Salt Bay was kissing the trophy. Oh, yeah. see, <laughs> that's, that's true. Is, yeah, it's just, that's. I mean, true. It's, there's some things. Connor will take a, a belt from anyone and just walk around with it and stuff. But I thought it was—I thought he said some good things about it. Yeah, you know, you know he said good things that helped bare knuckle uh, fighting. But you're not going to see him in bare knuckle fighting. No, nope, not in a lifetime. I think he'll—he'll he'll definitely
1: won't be there. Uh, <coughs> what what did he say there, Dave? Call me slicy.
2: Jeez. <clears throat> uh, do you want the gist or do you want the whole thing? The gist. Just. Okay, the gist is he's. Um, he says if you know God calls him to fight in BKFC, he will. Um, he then he goes on to say that it's crazy how a guy it takes that, God to call him to get into bare knuckle fighting. He, mean, he means Dana White. Okay. <laughs> um, he goes on to say that it's crazy how a guy that cowboy submitted in in one round um, went on to beat a former world champion in BKFC. Mm-hmm. He's like real sets make um, <clears throat> fights. Blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just that, you know, the, the, if he, he he's willing to fight in there, it, take, it takes a certain breed. It does take a certain breed.
0: Well, I, I'm being honest when I say this. I think he'd be great at it. I think he does have the right mm-hmm. mentality. The fact that he can't be taken down also. He's got great freaking uh, range and distance control. He goes to the body. Yeah, his kicks, you know, help him in MMA, but I think he'd actually be really good at it.
1: Yeah, what he has is that very wide stance to keep his range and his distance, like you were saying. But what he also has is he's got big power and he's very accurate. Yep. So he can normally, and his footwork would play a big factor, but he
0: hasn't, in his last three or four fights, he hasn't moved like that since since the Eddie fight and that, and you take a look and that's exactly what i'm talking about what has been the, the difference for Connors? now people are attacking his lead leg mm-hmm. and you know dustin went after his lead leg and kept on taking it away can't happen here
1: no i i get yeah. it he's going to I think he'd use be really movement. successful
0: he's going to have to use that movement though
1: yeah. i mean like he's going to have to have the wider stance use the movement to bounce back in his step and i just don't know if he has that anymore that takes years and years to build it back up to 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 judge that distance to move that body like the way he used to against Eddie and like he did against Eddie yeah. I that's what that is that's a buildup of staying consistent in mma <clears throat> and constantly getting better every single fight <clears throat> staying focused in the activity of okay this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna move here I'm gonna move there he's gotten away from that that's not who he is anymore You're going to see more of a flat-footed fighter. And I don't know if that's going to benefit him in bare-knuckle boxing. You know, he'll have to be flat-footed. I get it. I understand. I think we're still living in the Eddie Alvarez, you know, Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor era, thinking, like, that would be great. He'd be fantastic if that was him. That's not him anymore. So I would love to see it. It'll never happen. But I would love to see it. I mean, fuck it. That's just – I say we send everyone there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see who who's the dogs and who's not so I mean I really right. believe John I believe this and that's why when people were talking we talked the other day about um <clears throat> about me doing the bare knuckle this it's it's like Luke said check it off the list that's one thing two is I don't know man I just I grew up and I'm understanding that this is different this is a this is a real this is a street fight style like you grab you hit as fast and as hard as you can and this is, I grew up doing this. You know, I'm not just a pretty face, man. Like, Woo! <laughs> you are such
0: of, a pretty face there, baby. I mean,
1: it's, <laughs> it's, I think stylistically, this is like more, this is even more up my alley. If you take a look at my first fight in the UFC, remember when I fought, you were there, <laughs> when I fought Gerald Strebet. It's, it's reckless, it's careless, it's that aggressiveness. It's like, you know, you're young, you just do as, as throw as much. I was throwing myself in his guard, just throwing shots that was supposed to be this real good jiu-jitsu guy like it's just you don't think about the consequences you just are out there because you love to fight that's kind of the generation i think we were like me and eddie and trevor prangley and these guys we were like guys that we just love to fight and that's it it's not now you're getting guys that they want to be you know i don't know just they're 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 fighters but they didn't uh, not all of them grew up fighting like fighting fighting (laughs) So it's funny. It reminds me of the the Rocky Balboa. Well, I think it was number five. It, it all
0: it all comes down to this, Josh. Yeah, there are people born to fight. And there's people that are fighters. Mm-hmm. There's true. a difference. People that are good fighters sometimes don't even like fighting, but they're good at it. You know? it's true. It's just there's a different mentality.
1: Yeah, as I've gotten older, though, I don't I don't know if I love fighting anymore. <laughs>
0: well, that's, as
1: you get older, you go I'm too old for this. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. When I was a kid, man, I was a I was a and junkie about I'd love to fight. Love to fight. Like if I would ever ran into like someone like a podcast Dave on the street, I'd just slap him around just for fun. <laughs> Make sure you guys go to onlyfans.com slash in. Hit that subscribe button. We got free, free content over there. It doesn't cost you guys anything. And uh we're not charging over there. Just come on over. We're taking fan questions from over there. Delivering some new content on there. And um, yeah, we're trying to be as active on there as possible. We've got to do another live stream here soon coming up. So we gotta we gotta hit that, we gotta knock that one out here pretty soon. Onlyfans.com slash Wayne in.
0: All right, let's see what else we got. Well, the UFC had a fight night, and it was Yadong Song versus Ricky Simone. That was really a good fight. Uh, it was uh it went we we were kind of texting back and forth. It went exactly like I thought, though. Mm-hmm. I thought the speed of Yadong Song and the ability to keep Ricky from being able to wrestle was going to be a problem for him, and it ended up being a problem for him. Mm-hmm. And this is where you you can just again styles make fights, and it's, you know this is where I think we were talking about Umar mm-hmm. fighting Ricky, and Ricky you know saying I've got a fight coming up, and and that, that I didn't blame him. That was his friends you know saying stuff, and they're backing their their friend, and I totally understand it. But if you take away the wrestling of Ricky Simone, now he's, he's limited to being a stand-up fighter. He's tough. He'll come after you, but you take a look at the stand-up ability of your song, the power that he has, the speed that he has, or if it was Umar, it's the same thing. It becomes a very difficult fight for him. And I thought, you know, song As soon as I saw you dog song being able to stuff the takedown right away with ease. That was the difference. And, and it, give it to Ricky. He was going after him. He kept reshooting on times, but he kept on basically getting stuffed and when he did take song down, you know Song was able to get back to his feet mm-hmm. and you know that makes it a difficult fight for someone like Ricky.
1: Yeah. It was it was evident right off the bat that Song was so much faster.
0: Yeah. So he was the Big faster
1: difference. fighter. He also possessed more the power. power and those are things that make a fighter real hesitant to to engage and once that happened ricky was having he was struggling to get in deep on the takedowns even when he did get in deep just there was no commitment because he didn't want to get hit with the power there was a lot There was a lot going on so um song fought a very good fight very smart fight
0: Yeah. yeah
1: very disciplined yeah and then you know he was in some big trouble and it was uh it was pretty crazy because he had landed some clean, hard shots, and Ricky just ate him. Oh, yeah. But then it was just the accumulation throughout the five rounds.
0: That you've that left tell. hook caught him multiple times before mm-hmm. it put him down, and then when he got you know clipped with it to put him down the first time, he went, he's hurt. Now, that mm-hmm. was near the end of the round. Yeah. And he never recovered from that. No. And it was, like you said, it's an accumulation. You just can't. It's a breakdown. Yeah. It's a good fight, though. It was
1: it was a uh, really good fight. It was one sided, but it was a good fight. And Ricky felt I feel like Ricky could have, if he'd gotten one or two takedowns, and been able to control the top position a little bit longer. It could have maybe started changing the direction of the fight. Because fucking fighting is a momentum based sport. Like you start getting one takedown, Holy two takedowns, you start landing one hard shot, two hard shots. The momentum starts swinging your way, and then that fighter's mentality starts to shift. Like. Shit, I can win this fight, and the other fighter's mentality goes, "Fuck, I'm losing now. Damn, I just—I was winning that True. round. Now I'm not winning. Now it's two to one, and fuck, I could have been up three zero. There's a lot that starts going through a fighter's mind as he's getting hit, or he's getting taken down, or he's getting controlled. Just Ricky was never ever able to mount that offense that in in that stay in that for a long duration of time. I mean, I look at maybe you look at Yudong Song versus Umar. Tough fight, speed, oh. power. Oh. But I'm gonna be honest, that's a scary fight for me. Not that not that you I don't think you do song. Um I think it's a scary fight because like I just said, he's got the ability to stop a takedown or two, and he's got the speed and he's got power. Yeah.
0: You know, um the power he's he 25. possesses. He's just like Umar. Yeah. Both of them yeah. super young.
1: To have that much power for being such a small package, you know, that that's a that's an that's a equalizer. Normally it's the heavier guys or normally it's, you know, the guys that, I don't know, just feel like they have all that power, but no, this kid's a, he's a small, he's in a small box and he can fucking, he can crack. And that's, that's a little scary. If you think about
0: it, a little scary. If you're in the Bantamweight division and you're, and you got to face it, it's scary. Yeah. Uh, but, you know the guys that we're talking about; those are the guys I look at. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know Song has you know some losses. He lost to Corey Sandhagen, but again, he's young and he's learning still, and he's getting better. You look at him, and you know someone like Umar—that's your future. Mm-hmm. Those guys; those guys are going to be around for a while. Yeah, and they're going to be you know matching up, and there's there's going to be some great fights there and stuff. If you're Ricky Simone, this is really a tough fight to look mm-hmm. at because you're not old. You know, it's only your f- what, fourth loss or something like that overall. Yeah. But it showed a disparity in that skill set of how do you overcome it? It's not an easy thing to overcome, especially with someone who's younger, you know, is always going to have the speed advantage. You're not going to gain that. That's not yeah. going to happen. It's a t- it's a it's a tough go when you're looking at it's like Mm. Yeah. Where do I go from here? Yep. Hmm. I don't know. Next fight. Cal Bahio, Bahio versus Mikel Olajachuk. I got that right this time. Olajachuk mm-hmm. coming in. A lot of power, but uh, Bahio had talked about best training camp of his career. He really wanted to show, show something. He had had decisions in the past. He wanted to get you know a finish. Man, he did, and he did it against a tough dude. And he took some shots early on. You saw that, oh, on the feet probably was not the place that he was going to get the win. He ended up getting the fight to the ground both in the first and then in the second, and you know did his thing and got the rear naked choke. That was exactly the difference of MMA. Look, you can take the fight to multiple planes, and if you know you're better in in one area, and you can. Put your opponent where he's better than another, and take that away. This is how you get your win, and that's that's what Ohio did. And I thought he fought a beautiful fight.
1: Are we just gonna like comb over and act like he didn't say he had the best double leg in the MMA? <laughs> <laughs> this kid. Well, I was like, did you, you forget know. that Héctor Sahuquillo's in the, in the in UFC he's, and gonna, look at and Bo look, Nichols okay. in the UFC? Because like, someone
0: we... says something does not mean it's a fact. I was like, wait if there's, a there's If there's one thing that we've learned in today's world, Josh, people say all kinds of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it's real. The UFC needs to come out with like these uh,
1: little things that below in a box that say misinformation <laughs> uh, and have context to it. <laughs> Maybe the community yeah. notes like uh, Elon does for Twitter. Um, when he said that, I, I texted him like, wait. You texted me, just,
0: did he just say that? Did he just say yes, he, he, he has the
1: best double leg in the sport? I'm yes, like he did. get the fuck
0: out of here. <laughs> it's
1: Not Is, even close. Does Brazil even have wrestling? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, man. I had I had to go there. It was it was great. Uh no, he's tough, man. He's got a good look to him. He's very marketable. Uh, I yep. can see why the UFC kind of likes him a little bit, you know, and the tattoos, he's got a good look to him. Good looking young man. Oh. Yep. sorry guys. Speaks English. Boy. I know, man. I know. My brain's not fully functioning this morning. Um, I, I did jump on this on this call this morning though with you with no shirt on and and was rubbing my nipples a little bit here. And he was John, rubbing his nipples. John, it was disgusting. John, perked up real quick. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not talking about his eyes. He was like, hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, Next fight.
0: Ah, Rodolfo Vieira versus Cody Brundage. Mm -hmm. Man, when Cody Brundage dropped with the guillotine, it was like, what are you doing? Stop it. (laughs) Oh, my God. If you want to try for the guillotine and keep it on your feet, okay. You cannot take the fight. To the ground with your back on the ground with someone that good in submission and think this is a good idea. I mean, he's gotten a submission
1: before with that arm and guillotine. I, if we talked about it last week, I said he's got a really good arm and guillotine, he relies on it sometimes. And sure enough, mm. he did that against somebody like Adolfo Vieira. I Not mean, smart. You got to wait until it's, you got to wait until he's exhausted, exhausted. Yeah, I know You rocked him and you had him in trouble, you know, early in the fight. That <coughs> was, no, no, That was in like the first round. Though. I know, but I'm saying early in the fight, like, no, I'm good. We're not taking that chance until like you can see that he's just not, he's not functioning there anymore. But you know what? I didn't think, I didn't realize how big Cody Brundage was because Vieira's big and you see the two of them face to face. He was the bigger guy. Cody Brundage was bigger than him. Yeah, maybe not quite as muscular. Not as quite as muscular. But man, Brundage got some pop though in his hands. And he was slinging it. And uh, Adolfo's wrestling is not the greatest.
0: And you would have thought that Brundage would have been smart enough. If I end up in the top position, okay. I'll go to the ground in the top position. But once once you're there, your wrestling is there to keep this fight where you want it to be. On your feet. Yeah, we... Uh, we, we talk about fight IQ all the time, and this was definitely a lack thereof. This is so, what lost it to him. Next. Fernando Padilla versus Julian Arosa. <sighs> I know there's people complaining about the stoppage on this. No. Not sorry. me. No. Julian Arosa, tough as hell, and, and I've always enjoyed watching him fight because he comes to fight. He got starched the way he on dropped. that one shot and actually yeah. went out. Then he came back, and when he got hit with another clean shot, Chris Tyone stopped it. It was a good stoppage. You were, what you didn't get to see was that final nail put in the coffin and you didn't need to see it. It was Fernando Perdilla was, came out, did his job, put big shots on him and just, he ate him up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is exactly how the fight would go if I, if
1: I fucking fought podcast Dave, just drop him. (laughs) I'd let him get up. I'd drop him again, let him get up. Yeah. no, Just um, torture. Yeah, Just it, was, torture. it was good enough. The way he yeah. the way he dropped in in there and then was able to kind of wiggle back up. Yep. And, nah. Then took
0: another shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yep. It was Same here. but
1: great, great shots, very accurately placed. Nicely done by
0: Padilla. Padilla looked great. Yeah. Next uh, Marcos Rogerio de Lima against Waldo Cortez Acosta. The battle of the names. Mm. Guys have to have so many names. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But really, heavyweight-wise, you know, Acosta came into this, I think, undefeated. Boy, he showed some toughness because, man, his leg got eaten up. Yeah. I thought it was crazy that uh, DeLima basically went away from the leg kick for a while. It's like, what are you doing, man? You're killing him with that thing. Go back to it. And uh, it was the real decision. I mean, the difference maker in the fight. They both landed good shots, but those leg kicks changed the fight.
1: Yep. They they changed the fight early. <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat> those first couple calf kicks and the, the leg kicks were on up started changing the way that um that he fought
0: that yep. Costas fought. So But he fought tough. Yep. Gotta give him credit, man.
1: And uh, John, you wanna pick out Go. You wanna pick out something you wanna talk about?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I thought I'm gonna give it up for Cody Durden, thank you. I thought fantastic until he got fought tired. his fight, fought a smart fight, fought the fight that he needed to fight to win the yeah. fight. He's not as athletic as Charles Johnson. He's not as fast as Charles Johnson. He doesn't have the power that Charles Johnson, but he can wrestle and he's gritty and grimy, and he made that fight a win when everything you look at it goes against him in getting that win so Cody Durden, I thought really fought a good fight. Mm-hmm. Durden's the fucking grinder man he was
1: takedown on the head, on the back dropped off the back, got back to the takedowns you see he gave me a little bit of I'm not trying to compare him to Habib I'm just simply saying like every time he got into the takedowns and then he started to lose position he got off the back and then he kept his hands locked, Gray Maynard did that really well (sighs) was if he locked his hands around your waist he wasn't letting go of that he just kept shuffling back in front scooping the legs out and then you you turn your back you'd go to the back and then as you stood up he would go back into the double leg and then scoop your legs out he cool. never unlocked his hands and it made it such a fucking pain in the ass man gray maynard was one of those guys when i was in training when camps i hated going with him he hit hard <laughs> Fuck, i couldn't take him down if he hit me hard i just i had to just rely on hope i would just hope that fucking he would trip and fall and I could get on top.
0: <laughs> that was the best
1: I could do. Man, he was a tough son well, of a bitch. Hey,
0: Dave, do me a favor. Pull up Cody Durden's record. I did one of Cody's early fights. Wrong Cody. Yeah. And it was uh, it was in Georgia in a small little thing. Go down the list there. Oh, Keep going.
2: A lot of these don't have the ref. The ref names. Yeah, they used to.
0: Yeah, no, they do at the, the top,
2: way. but usually when it's like a non, when it's like a non major fight, yeah. they, don't, they don't usually list it. I'm
0: just trying to think of which one it was, at. but he he was all crazy, and he, I remember I had to fucking uh, get get on him a little bit. But he was, he had that attitude, he had mm. that wrestler attitude. It was it was fun to good watch on him. him though. Yep, good for it was him. Tough. Yep. All right.
1: Alright, well that's going to wrap up our UFC talk and uh, make sure you guys go to OnlyFans.com slash
2: Wayne and subscribe to us over there. It is free. Dave, you got any news for us? Yeah, um, I'm just quickly noting something right now. Um, Two former UFC champions have booked fights. Uh, First is Rafael Desanos is fighting Mm -hmm. Vicente Luque on July 15th. And then um, Cody Garbrandt is fighting uh, Mario Batista on August 19th
0: mm. good both fight both good fights yep is uh, pretty big man boy I'm just looking at him going yeah that's a tough one and he hits hard you're gonna see RDA really trying to take that fight to the ground wrestle kind of blah Muhammad him mm-hmm. um, I don't know if he's got that same ability though I think he does I think. do you? Yeah. you think he's gonna beat Luke? I think so. Luke is
1: on a three-fight losing skid. <coughs> True, two, but. Two or three. Can you pull up Vicente Luque? I think he's on a three-fight, right?
0: Who he lose to? He lost to. Oh, that's Cody Durden. Nice. and yeah. Well, there it is. Go down to the bottom on that one. <laughs> uh,
1: he's on a uh, two-fight job. Two-fight. Two-fight. Two yeah. yeah, Bilal and uh, Jeff Neal. Yeah. I mean, hmm. I, confidence key, yep. and RDA is doesn't lack that. No? He can fight. Nice. We'll see. I think there's, but RDA can stand with him a little bit, quite a bit, actually.
0: No, he can stand with it, but. But the, the safer fight the is on the top. But RDA's got to get the fight to the ground. Yeah. Because he can't, stay, can't stand with him forever. The power no. difference is going to be there. Yeah. What about the Cody fight? I I think that's actually a good fight for Cody. Mm -hmm. The real question with Cody, Cody's fast. Yeah. And the real question with Cody is, does he fight smart? You know, you go back to his, when he was undefeated and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mario Batista, he's, he's a good fighter and he's fast, but he has not fought the level that Cody has. Mm -hmm. Not even close. And the big thing is, if Cody fights smart, you look at when he fought Dominic Cruz when he won the ch- the title. Dominic had gotten you know all cr- kinds of credit for getting in people's heads, and they thought that they got he got in Cody's head. And when they were fighting, you know, he was backing off at times and doing the little breakdance and telling him get up and stuff. So, and you went, you went, wow, you are fighting so smart for someone. In this position at this time. I was so impressed. Then he went and he fought TJ Dillashaw. And he did everything wrong. In that he did get sucked in by the talk. And he wanted to hurt someone so bad that it caused him problems and stuff. If Cody fights the right fight. Cody can beat anybody. He's that good. you know, Because he, he needs to utilize his wrestling. Yeah. Many times he doesn't. You know. He just starts to sling. You take Mario Batista down, you put some ground and pound on him, you break him down a little bit, let him get back to his feet, put that speed on him, put the hands on him, take him back down. You do that fight, you're gonna you're gonna win. Mm -hmm. If you go out there and you try to just knock him out, you're taking a big shot, you know, chance and you could lose.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, man. I like Cody a lot. Good kid. Like, you know, he's still young, thirty one years old. He's got he's got some left in the tank, he's just gotta fight smart. Like you see some of these fighters not just like myself but then uh rda um arlovsky they find ways to extend their career by changing the way they fight he's gonna have to make right. these changes yes. you know um speed kills he's still probably one of the fastest if not the fastest guy in the division he's just gotta he's just gotta keep
2: that chin protected man yep
1: can't That's afford
2: it. to get clipped anymore yeah. all right next news yep um one FC CEO was uh, on a couple of shows last week and talking about um uh in one place was talking about offering Francis Ngannou the biggest um the biggest offer he can have for for a fight right now um saying that when he was on when he was on uh, doing the interview last week he said that he was meeting with him on Saturday just passed um and he would offer him the biggest the biggest deal so hmm. we we may potentially see that.
1: Well, every, every deal is the biggest deal because Francis hasn't got any offers. So, not the, not the offers that he wants. And so, what is the biggest deal? I, I think f- the money was on the table. Things have been offered to Francis. He hasn't accepted them. He wants more. He wants this. He wants that. I, I want to see him fight again. But if I, if I'm one and you're out there offering the biggest offer on the table, what are you doing? There's no one in the game. Boy, do you bet against yourself? You're, yep. you're like, what's, what are you doing? Like, I mean, I hope he gets paid, but if if I'm if I'm a CEO of a company, I'm not offering you high money because I know that there's not a market for you. You know, like th- no one's willing to pay you what you want. Now we can get into realistic numbers. I think, which is you know a million dollars. You know, between eight hundred to one point one, I think is where companies are talking about for him. But he wants more. He wants three, four, five. I think UFC offered him, they said like eight million dollars for the, the John Jones fight. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I don't know why he didn't take it, but he wanted some changes in the UFC. Uh it's you're not, not you, gonna make those they're changes. They're not gonna make those changes, man. Not until you no, get not. some sort of political group in there to tell them to do it. But then this is that's not what people want either. So I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answers. I'm not. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you guys I do, John. I really can't. Um, I want to see Francis fight. I want to see him go to a place that respects him and uh, wants to take care of him. Yeah. I just don't know that he's going to get the money that he wants or thinks that he deserves. That market's not there for him.
0: Not well, I mean, unless he goes to boxing. <laughs> you know, at least with one they do. Basically at all. So could they do a boxing match too? Yeah. Could. They could. You know, they they do Muay Thai. They do Muay Thai with four ounce gloves. They do freaking submission grappling. They do, you know, MMA obviously and stuff. Mm -hmm. So could, could they throw a boxing match in there? Could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a boxing match that he's going to, you know, agree to as far as the, the opponent that they could get. But you know, I look at it. It's like, Chautry's in a position where he's got to do something he's got this North American deal he's coming to the Colorado and uh, he's got to do stuff based upon his uh, TV deal with Amazon but there's they're they're burning a lot of money a lot. a lot of money
1: I mean I know what I know what Eddie was getting paid I know what some of these other guys are getting yeah. paid do over there <clears throat> And like I said, I used to work for them, so I I knew the contracts. This, this was years ago, but I knew what the contracts were back then and they were pretty damn good. You know, for a while they had you know the Frank <clears throat> uh Rich Franklin's, he's the CEO of talent relations or something like that. Vice you got president, Matt Hume, yeah. yeah, vice president, you got Matt Hume over there. Uh Misha Tate was working there for about yeah. two and a half years. You know, they they're paying well. And they're a good company to work for. I just, if you go over there and work for them, I always wonder, like, how long will they be in business? Because they're burning through money. I mean, they're burning through it. So <clears throat> we've talked about, people have had him on, had Chatry on and talked about how he's, there's $600 million in debt. That's a lot of fucking money. But if you're going to keep using it, and I mean, this is, a, this is one of those, does Francis Ngannou have the it factor to bring in American eyes?
0: I just, no, I, I just don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think know.
1: so. Yeah. I don't think so. No matter tough, what man. I think of him as a fighter, it doesn't matter what I think of him. I think, I think he's worth every penny that someone will pay him. But I think if the American market doesn't um, won't support those pay-per-view buys to supplement his income. Like if I'm, if I'm the CEO or if I'm the president of a company or if I'm an investor, I'm like, is he worth 2 million? Am I going to make 2, 3 million every time he fights? going to be close. It's going to be close. And then I got to pay all the other fighters like that that pay-per-view or whatever it is you're going to sell or Amazon. I mean, is that going to be enough to cover his his fight? I don't know. I can't I can't tell you. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what their deal is with Amazon, but until you prove yourself, I can't imagine it's
0: great. Well, personally, I hope it happens. I hope he does sign with one mm-hmm. because I want him to find a home and I want yeah. him to start fighting because he's just Sitting doing nothing, not yep. good. I know. Next, oh, yep, we we'll wrap oh.
2: up
1: right there. Well, that's it, we're gonna wrap up right there. Well, hey, we want to thank you guys for joining us. I know I was getting a little I was yawning quite a bit, guys. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, but Dave, you know, went on vacation to Arizona and you know, and uh, left us. So, you know, we're filming really, really early again, always working around Dave's schedule. So, going weird. back to Scotland, <laughs> Scotland, uh, but uh want to thank you guys for supporting us. Continue to watch us. Go to wayneinmerch.com. Pick up some of our new uh, short sleeve shirts. And onlyfans.com slash In. Hit us up over there. Subscribe to us. We're going to do a fan Q&A hopefully here in the next week or so. But uh, hit us up over there. want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. And uh, talk soon.
0: Yeah, John, Absolutely. For everyone me. out there, thanks for tuning in. We're sorry we were late, but we will see you.